Shout out. Do not hold back. Lift up your voice like a trumpet. Announce to my people their rebellion, to the house of Jacob their sins. Yet day after day they seek me and delight to know my ways, as if they were a nation that practiced righteousness and did not forsake the ordinance of their God. They ask of me righteous judgments. They delight to draw near to God. Why do we fast, but you do not see? Why humble ourselves, but you do not know it? Look, you serve your own interest on your fast day and oppress all your workers. Look, you fast only to quarrel and to fight and to strike with a wicked fist. Such fasting as you do today will not make your voice heard on high. Is such the fast that I choose, a day to humble oneself? Is it to bow down the head like a bulrush and to lie in sackcloth and ashes? Will you call this a fast, a day acceptable to the Lord? Is not this the fast that I choose, to loose the bonds of injustice, to undo the thongs of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free and to break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry and bring the homeless poor into your house? When you see the naked, to cover them, and not to hide yourself from your own kin. Then your light shall break forth like the dawn, and your healing shall spring up quickly. Your vindicator shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry for help, and he will say, Here I am. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church.
first letter of Paul to the Corinthians. When I came to you, brothers and sisters, I did not come proclaiming the mystery of God to you in lofty words or wisdom. For I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And I came to you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. My speech and my proclamation were not with plausible words of wisdom, but with the demonstration of the Spirit and the power, so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on the power of God. Yet among the mature, we do speak wisdom, though it is not a wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are doomed to perish. But we speak God's wisdom, secret and hidden, which God decreed before the ages of our glory. None of the rulers of this age understood this, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the human heart can see, what God has prepared for those who love him. These things God has revealed to us through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. For what human being knows what is truly human except the human spirit that is within us? So also no one comprehends what is truly God's except the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit that is from God, so that we may understand the gifts bestowed on us by God. Hear what the Spirit is saying.
Jesus said, You are the salt of the earth. But if salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything, but is thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hidden. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it under a bushel basket, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works, and give glory to your Father in heaven. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to fulfill. For truly, I tell you, until heaven and earth pass away, not one letter, not one stroke of a letter, will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. under the night, our world in stupor lies. Yes, dotted everywhere. Ironic point of light flash out wherever the just exchange their messages. May I compose like them of heroes and dust, beleaguered by the same despair, show unto of the 
fact that it is only light that can cut through the darkness of our time. I speak of light so often in part because I love Jesus. And Jesus spoke of light a lot. You are the light of the world, he tells us today. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it under a bushel basket, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. This gospel has become popular in poetry and in music at weddings, and perhaps most famously, as an uplifting tune in the musical Godstuff. The message of light is optimistic and joyful in Godstuff. As the actors sing, You are the light of the world, I will spare you my rendition. <laughs> they skip playfully across the stage in rainbow suspenders and face paint. As a teenager, I love the exuberance of God of God's love that I experienced through that playfulness and joy. I still enjoy that energy. But I now hold it in tandem with a more solemn image of light. Light, our light, as beacons of hope atop lighthouses in very stormy seas. As single flames on lampstands in dark houses, as we awake from bad dreams in the dead of night. As life-saving sparks of hope amid the despair of hopelessness. As reminders of what is real, of who gives us courage to navigate stormy seas, and of who is with us in our darkest hours. Light is light, is love, is our Lord with us in all ways, through all things, all the time. There is a wave of darkness in our world right now. It has to do with the misuse of power and with the impact of that power on refugees, immigrants, minorities, and many of the groups of people that Christ specifically told us to welcome with our light held high. We as a church have grappled with how to be the church in this time, aware that we in and around Concord are not likely as effective personally as many around the world, and yet we are painfully aware that the suffering is there and it is somehow getting closer to home than usual. We are aware of being a nonpartisan, not too political, spiritual home for a variety of people. And we are trying to find the place where we stand up, courageous in the gospel mandate to love our neighbor and pray for our enemies. Mindful of our baptismal vow to work for justice and peace and to respect the dignity of every human being. Careful to not isolate the person in the next pew 
pray for the church and for the world. In the Anglican cycle of prayer, we give thanks and pray for the Diocese of Omega in Sudan, for Justin, Archbishop of Canterbury, and for reconciliation in the worldwide Anglican communion. In our diocesan cycle of prayer, we give thanks and pray for the ministries of the Cathedral Church of St. Paul, Boston, the Crossing, the Cathedral Chapter, Boston Episcopal Chinese Ministry, and postulants and candidates for holy orders. Holy orders. Grant, Almighty God, that all who confess your name may be united in your truth, live together in your love, and reveal your glory in the world. Lord, in your mercy, we pray that you infuse your love, wisdom, and integrity into all those who guard especially Donald as president and Charlie as governor. Guide the people of this land and of all nations in the ways of justice and peace, that we may honor one another and serve the common good. Lord, in your mercy. Give us all our reverence for the earth as your own creation, that we may use its resources rightly in the service of others, and to your honor and glory. Lord, in your mercy, bless all whose lives are closely linked with ours, and grant that we may serve Christ in them, and love one another as he loves us. Lord, in your mercy, we pray especially today for Jim, Jonathan, Martha, Robert, Annie, Jack, Arlene, Logan, Jen, Sarah, Aviva, Ralph, Vivian, Lynn, Jim, Edith, Will, Johnny, Thomas, Stephen, Claire, Bath, Catherine, Randy, Agnes, Alice, Joan, Franklin, Susan, Kathy, Ava, Orlay, Ellie, Peter, Christy, Eric, Gail, Wynn, Harry, Aliona, Lynn and Jenny, Edie, those without jobs, those serving in the military, all who work for peace, and all those suffering as they flee war-torn countries. Are there others? Comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. Give them courage and hope in their troubles, and bring them the joy of your salvation. Lord, in your mercy, Commend to your mercy all those who die, especially those we name in this time. That your will for them may be fulfilled, and we pray we may share with all your saints in your eternal kingdom. Lord, in your mercy, let us join together in praying the prayer for our parish as found in your bulletin. Gracious God, we pray that your Holy Spirit guide the Church in this time of change and transition. During this interim time, open our hearts to thanksgiving, which is parish as we are now, and as we discern our hopes for the future. Guide our search committee to work together in patience and harmony as they listen for your voice. With gratitude for your presence among us, we ask this in the 
Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. For you are the source of light and life. You made us in your image and called us to new life in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Therefore, we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name. After supper, he took the cup of wine, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore, according to his command, O Father, we remember his death, we proclaim his resurrection, we await his coming in glory. And we offer our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving 
before the Lord of all, presenting to you from your creation this bread and this wine. We pray you, gracious God, to send your Holy Spirit upon these gifts, that they may be the sacrament of the body of Christ and his blood of the new covenant. Unite us to your Son in his sacrifice, that we may be acceptable through him, being sanctified by the Holy Spirit. In the fullness of time, put all things in subjection under your Christ, and bring us to that heavenly country, where, with all your saints, we may enter the everlasting heritage of your sons and daughters. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, the firstborn of all creation, the head of the church, and the author of our salvation. Find him, and with him, and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say,
in the name of this congregation, I send you forth bearing these holy gifts, that those with whom you go may share with us in the communion of Christ's body and blood. Thank you. 